This is the TriStar State, a podcast about Tennessee politics from WPLN News. This is the episode for the week of April 5th, 2020. Throughout the coronavirus crisis, Governor Bill Lee has been criticized for being slower than other governors in calling for a stay-at-home order. Many have said he's not taking the issue seriously. But WPLN's Sergio Martinez-Beltran reports the governor is at least taking it very seriously personally. He traveled with Lee across the state late last week to have an exclusive look at the governor's operation. The morning after announcing his safer-at-home mandate for Tennesseans, Governor Bill Lee is at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. The building where we are has a feel of a military operation. Besides Lee's security detail, you can spot retired General Scott Brower walking around the building. He's with other members of the COVID-19 Unified Command. In a conference room, Lee is meeting close door with county leaders, both Republicans and Democrats. And one of the reasons we came here to sit face to face and to look is so that you would see our team and that you would know who they are. We know who yours are. We have they are trying to follow social distancing guidelines, although with these types of meetings, it's complicated. When standing up, the governor is definitely staying at least six feet apart from others. When they get closer to him, he walks back. But Lee believes meeting up with individual communities is essential if the state wants to successfully fight the disease. We, we have our strategy of how this thing's going to work, but it's locally implemented right and it everything that we can we can talk about what the state's plans are but it's going to happen in Knoxville. That has been Lee's approach and strategy so far, to allow local communities to decide what to do and how to enforce the different orders he has issued. Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs is at the meeting. The Republican has criticized the governor for shutting down non-essential businesses. He says that order goes too far. That's something Lee has had to deal with. Regardless of what decision he makes, members of his own party will push back on him. Like when a GOP lawmaker wanted the governor to issue a stay-at-home order. He told the local paper that freedom doesn't do you a lot of good if you're dead. At a press conference with local reporters, Lee is asked about this. Can you talk about balancing those two viewpoints for both from Republicans, both local Knoxville Republicans, and how that helps shape your, uh, your thinking in the last couple of years? You know, uh, both those both of those men I've worked with closely, and I had a great meeting with Mayor Jacobs today. He and I talk regularly. Um, what's most important is that we all work together on this. After the press conference ends, Lee gets in his SUV. Meanwhile, the Unified Command, his press secretary, and I take two Blackhawks to get to Chattanooga, Lee's next stop. Keeping six feet apart from each other in a helicopter is not a thing. I feel like I can touch the leg of the airman sitting in front of me without moving significantly. Lee's press secretary is not sure why the governor has opted for the car instead of the helicopter. In Chattanooga, Lee also meets with county leaders and state lawmakers on the local UT campus. I have to wait outside a the room. Then his team calls me and allows me to go inside. Sergio, welcome. There are nine people in the room, each sitting at individual small tables. Here he talks about the prison population. He says the state is preparing for when it has to face the first case of COVID-19 behind bars. A day later, the State Department of Correction would announce its first case. Lee says the state has learned a lot from what happened in a Galatine nursing home where more than 100 residents and staff have tested positive. And we are using that experience to strengthen our efforts at reporting, etc. But I, I just bring that up because each of you has, each of you have populations that 
you are responsible for that are public populations, whether it's a jail or whatever that is. I know that you're making those efforts, but we're um, we need to talk about best practices among among ourselves. Once the meeting is over, Lee heads to a separate conference room for a one-on-one -on -one interview with me. There's something I've been observing all day long. Lee is really keeping his distance when interacting with people, even his staffers. When he's talking to me from across a conference room table, he is not even making that much eye contact with me. I shared my observations. That's right. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing my part to stay apart. <laughs> I, think it, I, I, I take it very seriously. I, you know, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to infect others and I don't want to be infected. So I'm going to uh, stay as far apart from you as I can. <laughs> Lee says the last few weeks have been filled with long days and tough decisions, like closing businesses, something he resisted but ended up doing. The death toll, however, seems to hit Lee the hardest. These are people that prior to the, just like the people that lost their jobs three weeks ago they were providing, three weeks ago these people weren't even sick. And now they're gone. After our interview, Lee holds a press conference with local media. He then heads back to Nashville after a long day on the road, but he chooses to drive back. He hasn't taken the helicopter today. Lee's spokesman says he will use his travel time to catch up with work, something hard to do if you are inside the loud helicopter. While traveling throughout the day, Lee has received a briefing from the Unified Command, held his daily call with his senior staff, had an interview with a Knoxville radio station, talked to the state's chief operating officer, and had another meeting with the director of the command. This as part of his efforts to defeat what his administration has called an unknown enemy. For WPLN News, I'm Sergio Martinez Beltran. Sergio Martinez Beltran covers politics for WPLN News. You can keep up with our political coverage by subscribing to the TriStar State. You can do that at WPLN.org slash TriStar or your favorite podcasting app.